Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Dead Baby Bear Podcast. Dead Baby Bear. Long story. Welcome to episode 9,000 (laughs) of Bread Lady Stare. Of the the periodic podcast. The periodic Dead Baby Bear. (laughs) We're just going to do a quarterly episode. It's been so long since our last episode, the baby's alive again. (laughs) It is a zombie. It's only because we're uh, busy, which is good. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I had like a rush out. I fucking, I don't know. I have road rage. I don't have road rage, but like just some things will get like, yeah, rush hour. Especially if it goes down to one lane and then it's not, and then no no one knows what's happening. It's like, this was two lanes before and it took us a minute and a half to get through this stretch. Now it's one. How long do you think that'll take? Three minutes? Let's give it an extra minute for like swerving in and stuff. No, 80 minutes. It's like it took 12 minutes to get. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? And everywhere in Edmonton Just right now drive. is under construction. Like, there's not one road that doesn't have orange signs. It's it's the worst I've ever seen it. Because I know they're building the new LRT line, but it's just like every road I take, it's constant construction. Even by my house, the bridge is closed now for a year. A year? Yeah, they're replacing it. And so, like, it's kind of nice because there's not that much traffic in my neighborhood now because everyone's like, Oh. Diverting away from it, so you're on that that very small sliver of the population that's like benefiting yeah. from yeah. a road closure. Yeah, but also we have a lot more tent cities popping up because it's not quite so busy. We have a new yeah. one. It's so crazy how they pop up and they're like, how come they never build the get together and do like shanty towns? Like we're pretty bad at shanty towns in North America. We're fat, what lazy. What is a shanty town? Like it's a- well, just like let's get a bunch of tin and build a build a city on the hill. <laughs> That's what they do. Like in like Brazil and shit, yeah. and like India and Pakistan, yeah. they fucking they'll build like a beautiful little not beautiful, but like but you know nice a, a shanty town. Everybody's living in a, in tin. Everybody's <laughs> living in old kettles. I they just, they, they're basically just old kettles. That's what they, yeah. you know, that's whatever. Like old kettles they got from rich people and yeah. they string them together and then we live in a kettle. <laughs> Our shelter is 900 kettles. I don't know. I, I, I See, said, they why do. don't they, yeah, why don't they build some facilities out, out of my neighborhood? Let them build. Like give them the stuff from Home Depot. Here yeah. you go. Here's some tin. Here's some wood. Here's some nails. Don't hurt each other. Build a shanty town over by Kathleen's. Yeah, there is I guess many. it's because everybody just, tear, we would, te- we tear them down. Well, like, the police that, have been taking it. Like they'll build them, and then eventually the police will come and take them down. And then, and then, rich liberals in, in neighborhoods far away are like, "You can't do that to the homeless people." Okay, can we put well, them why, in your backyard, please? I know, but why is it that in other countries, like not every country, but in many countries, you know, there's like, okay, here's the town, and here's the yeah. city, and then there's like where the shanty town. This yeah. is like where the low, low, low income, yeah, just squalor, hand to mouth you know kind of people live in this like community yeah we don't really have that we have like you know these guys randy and bill are over there with their tent yeah by the bank they used to sleep in cibc but now they lock the doors after well, 11 now these are like little shanty towns there's like eight tents behind yeah. the convenience store See, that's a community house. that's good that's enough to build a red rooster in that it is you could somebody could open a convenience <laughs> store for they're gonna be people. like we need a shopping center more for us <laughs> yes that we feel we comfortable. Centrally located here in Shantyville by Kathleen's home. It's but it's it is getting scarier. There's like constantly like screaming at night. Uh Adam's car got broken into. Thank God mm. I accidentally left it unlocked, which was actually a good thing because oh, really? they just open it yeah. up and rifle through for change and then don't, don't take anything. anything else. 
But they must piss in there. Or something. I, that's what I was. Uh, they pee or shoot up or fuck. I don't know. <laughs> fuck in our car. Go crazy. Just yeah. clean it up. I after think that's yourselves. the scary part. Is like if you're the oh they don't they don't lock this. Like they know that one's always locked. Like if you're you yeah. know those squalorville people, like you're walking through town and yeah. you're like I can tell you every car in this area that locks its doors routinely. Yeah. Locker. He's a locker. She never locks it. You know. So then they know Kathleen and, and uh, Adam. They're never lockers. Yeah. They never lock well, their fucking accident. car, we and then we're gonna f- and then we're gonna fuck in that one because <laughs> it's more them. romantic. It's, it's leather seat. If you're a man and you get a girl all excited, and then you have to go and like, yeah, you have to. That's smash. not sexy. And then you no. gotta fuck fast Clean, just in case someone heard gla- it. And then you have to get the glass off you before you can't fuck her on the glass. Exactly. You're never gonna make a woman come fucking right. in thirty seconds mm-hmm. before the glass. She's gotta really settle into the back of that. Yeah. <laughs> It's better to be able to just open the door and go, "Milady," rather than, and then tell her to jump in, Dukes of Hazard style. And make her spend 20 seconds of that 30 seconds sucking your dick. Exactly. You're like, lay down on the cardboard. I pre-cut it to fuck. (laughs) I pre-cut these cardboard pieces the exact size of the backseat of the vehicle we're going to break into so that we can fuck all night. You know what, though? Like, I talked to a cop. Because I'm like, what do you guys... Like, what? Because they're always no, in my neighborhood yeah. now. And they're they're so hot. No, I, just, I was just <laughs> like... No, because I was getting frustrated. Because somebody broke into my building at 6 a.m. and pulled the fire alarm. So 6 a.m. And I didn't know that you have to call the fire department to get them to come and turn it off. Like everyone, Which is... That's a weird one, too. Because it's, it's like, that's not even a teenager. No, it was just some right? dick. Like, yeah, like an asshole. It's just some dick that did it. It's Brrr, 6 a.m. Like, why are you doing this? And then I'm like, do I have to scoop up all my pets? Like, so I woke up and I ran outside and... Ran around the building. I didn't see any smoke on it. So I'm like, oh, it's just a false alarm. Think but, about how many. But I mean, it might have been part of a weird. Uh, he was probably on meth. Because well, a lot of those guys, I'm sure, think of themselves as like, you know, Jason Bourne. Is that oh, his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're like, I'm going to fucking. Like, I broke, you know, I broke into that bitch's car. And now she's looking at me from her balcony. I'm going to pull the fire alarm and get her. Distract her. Distract her. Yeah, it's a diversion. <laughs> and then I'm going to jump over a cat. They used to like break in and like sleep in our laundry room and shit in our laundry Aww. room. And like. It's hard to have empathy and feel because like I'm like, maybe I'll go volunteer at one of these shelters and I'll feel more empathy because I'll see that there are people to my face and stuff and not just people that are being dicks in my neighborhood. Like, I know. And then you're like, all right, I'm going to feed this homeless guy a meal so that he can shit in my laundry room yeah. later. It's just weird. Yeah. But oh, yeah. So I asked a cop. I'm like, so you guys. Why can't they have tent cities here? Like, what's he's like? Well, he's like, crime always goes up, and he's right. And then he said, but it's not just like people down on their luck. It's drug dealers are living in there. They're doing deals in there. Women are getting raped in there. Like, they're doing pulling tricks in there. Like, it's not like a nice place. It's not a nice. They're not just living somewhere. Yeah, you don't really want to like. Here's your prostitute tent. Yeah, you seriously, in, though, you like, live in fucking here. So then you hear all these people who on this air don't know anything about what they're talking about. You, you have to be kinder to the homeless. And I'm like, yeah, to the homeless, not to the fucking drug dealers that are like keeping these people where they are. Like that, it's yeah. crazy. But that's crazy. a tough racket for a drug dealer too. Like <laughs> tent dealing, you're living, t- you're dealing tent to tent <laughs> with people that have no money at all, like nothing, oh. and they're like, they're coming up to you with a stereo they just pulled out of an old yeah. Buick, like eight rocks, please. And yeah. you're like, what am I gonna do with that stereo, Rick? <laughs> I don't have a fucking car like that. It's only for certain cars, I think. It's just fucking nuts. And now there, there's so many. Like, what winter's coming? They're gonna like, who knows what's gonna happen on winter time? Mm-hmm. You're turning into a fun little conservative. 
That's what a small Adam keeps C saying. Conservative. Like, oh, you're, you're, I'm still in the middle, though. I will always still say I'm in the middle. I'm, it, oh, I, we, we haven't no, done a I podcast mean, since I did the show for Brett Wilson, did we? Oh, no, you have No, I haven't heard about it. Well, so, you told me a little bit about it, I think. I did he's this, a billionaire. He's a billionaire. Great guy. He's got an attitude problem, he's I think. He's what I would cons- coin a progressive racist. Yeah. He's got issues. And I'm sure, like, if I, if there were people that were like, Kevin, you did a show for him. But I'm like, guys, um, who cares? I will do a show for anybody. I'm not, ra- mm. I'm not, uh, conservative. There's an old I'm picture of Kathleen's liberal. grandma at Hitler's, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't care. Hitler's retreat in Normandy. Yeah, exactly. But I was like, I would do anything for money right now. So, like, I mm-hmm. said, I would, <laughs> at the show, I was like, I would give, I would give, uh, ex prime minister Stephen Harper a lap dance for $200. <laughs> easy mm-hmm. i just had to be wasted but i do it and then after the show this lady comes up to me she goes hi i'm stephen harper's wife <laughs> it was his wife that's awesome and she was actually quite funny she was like you should always try and get more <laughs> but, but i was so like funny. i was like i loved it and then i'm like fuck why do we all well, hate she, on and, each and other you know, and you know she must have loved it oh she she, she said not if i can no you, like she said she's like, oh, we we actually love comedy. We love. I'm like, hey, you should book a comedy it's show. It's funny because the context is like, I will do anything for money. Yeah, I am so money crazy <laughs> that oh boy, let me think of the worst person on earth, Stephen Harper. <laughs> I would give the most evil man I can think of a lap dance for 200 bucks. And then afterwards, she's like, we love comedy. Yeah, and you're like, I don't know if you get it fully. I don't because I brought your husband up as an example of the, the worst, worst human scenario. that I could give yeah. a lap dance to. And you were like, she said my husband's name. Lord Christ in heaven. Well, and people, when I said that joke, it, they, they kind of like looked and I'm like, is he here? And then they were like, no, but, no, his, but, but his wife is. Yeah. No, that was interesting. But then it was also like, fuck, everyone hates each other for polit- political reasons, but we're all just people. We just want to laugh. Like, and it's easy to like picture people having sex. Finger banging is a tough one. Like, Try to picture Stephen Harper like really going to town on a girl. I just did it's it. hard it's to do, isn't it? It's bad. Like imagine he's good at it or something. You he's know? probably one of those guys that's like, I saw one. So I saw in a porn. If you just yep. jackhammer it, <laughs> like, Jordan know? Peterson's new books about this. <laughs> it's about going to work, putting your fingers to work, clean your pussy's room, and get those fingers working. It's what Jesus wanted. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, no. but that is pretty funny. That I'm Stephen so Harper's wife. I was like, that's and what did she say? Awesome. Always try to get more. Or yeah, something, right? it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. She was she was hilarious, and I'm like, good. She, she knows what it usually. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that that's the going rate because this past weekend uh-huh. in Ottawa, I was having too much fun in Ottawa. That Laugh Lounge is a lot of fun, yeah, and fun. the guy that was on the shows with me, I can't remember his last name, right? Peter or something, and he was hilarious and funny not and that funny no i, I apparently don't I don't know. anyway i don't know his i don't know his full name but he was funny yeah but i got really drunk every day, so that's very simple so uh, but so we went to this place called bear T- uh facts which is a strip bar but in my opinion if you're in ottawa you name it's not it could have been bear tax hmm. like the bear anyway uh, not yes. b-e-a-r it was like b-a-r-e Anyway, so I don't know how lap dances work. I had no idea how they worked, but I was like, Peter, I'm getting you a lap dance. You deserve it. You're funny, and I want to be a good, I want to be a nice headliner. Is it a, is, is a lap dance a, I'm going to dance, is it a it's song? It's, it's per song, song that I didn't know. Right, and they're not going long version of any of that. 
No, right? the, you're that's not. You're not getting uh, no. that. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. You're not getting. And she's buying <laughs> no, a <you> stairway. <laughs> to... <laughs> you're like. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna open a strip club called the Home of the Long Lap Dance, and only we only do that. Or Longest that Paradise lap by the ever. Dashboard Light, like yeah. any meatloaf All song. All that stuff. You're like, this is hard to dance to, but I'm really getting. I'm getting great. My value. money's worth. Yeah. I'm getting great value on this. <laughs> The build up to this song is almost over. Like I know my knees are fucking killing me. Ever since I told people I moved to Tent City, they've been treating me like this. So I set him up for a lap dance. I thought it was like one lap dance, and then I think he got two, which I didn't. I don't care. You didn't authorize that. I don't care. I didn't know how they worked, and then and then she's like, "Do you want to come up?" And I'm like, "Sure." So I went up. We sat there and I like grabbed her boobs and like. And then she's like, "That's like 160." For the booby grab, for she did five dances or something. Oh, okay. Five songs, and there was like 140 or 160. Like, yeah, but I was kind of like, but also as a woman that never pays for that kind of stuff, I was also like, oh, I have to pay for this. Yeah, Yeah, like (laughs) I didn't get much out of that. I was like, oh my god, this is weird. And they're like, remember half an hour ago when you were like, I'm paying. Yeah, I know. know. I'm like, I guess I will go to the bank machine. I'm like, you don't take tap, do you? No. No, there's a machine over there, and uh, it will ask you if you're okay with it taking $9 per 20 that you take out. (laughs) What? It charges you per the 20 you take out. That's right. Yeah. That's that's how we make our fucking I don't even want to look at that that transaction because I'm sure it was like I took out $200, but I was charged $100 in fees or something. I had like weird. I went to a, uh, Earl's in St. Albert uh-huh. yesterday and it was the first time I ever felt like complaining about great service. Oh, because they were actually good at what they did? They were so good, but it, they were so good that they it was like annoying. Annoying. They were always Very, asking like, you. They're every fucking... It was yeah. very, maybe one of the first times I've experienced that where like... Every thirty seconds, somebody would come by. Like, how's the first? How yeah. you do? Hey, and I'm, hey, how's it going? Yeah, we'll get drinks. You ready to order? Like, you know, and that's normal. You yeah. ready to order or whatever? But you know, then they kept coming back and like anything. You need how the first? It was like how are the first couple bites tasting? Yeah, how are the and then next the next person bites? comes by. Like, how are the first? I'm like, where, yeah, I'm on the like, how, I'm on the thirteenth bite now. Still going good. <laughs> Still solid. Like, how's the twelfth bite was a little weird. How's the forty eighth bite going <laughs> down? Like, but it was like. Three different people. Oh, they were that's all teenagers. The oh, they're probably yeah. training them. They or were, something. yeah. And so one would come by, and then one would forget that somebody'd come by. So yeah. they, it was like every thirty seconds, somebody would come by. See, when I worked, but they're friendly, so you can't be like, "Hey, just leave us just alone." Alone. Hey, we're trying to have a conversation. Like, I always like did it where like I would only I would make eye contact with people at the table, and then I would just kind of like walk by. I wouldn't stop them if they're in the middle. Like you stop, we go by once and ask, and then after that you can walk. And then if they want something, they'll be like, hey. And that's the way it should work. Yeah. Yeah. But some of these places are like, you have to make sure you're very visible and blah, 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 blah. And like. Even the, even the first couple bites, I don't know what that accomplishes. I don't no. know what. It's like, you know, we can skip this. Yeah. Because if it's, if it's gross. Yeah. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that can happen. I guess from a business's perspective, it's like if we can sort of like, you know what? Actually, I didn't really like that. That, okay, we'll make you another one right away. Yeah. Like, we, you know, like you haven't lost a customer in theory, but it's just so annoying yeah. to everybody else. It's almost like the airport, there's one shoe or whatever, like one shoe bomb, and now we have to fucking take our shoes <laughs> off for a hundred years. It's sort of like that, where it's like, well, you know, we might lose one out of a million customers yeah. because we could have, you know, gotten them another meal 
in time but to wanna, save their patronage for the future. The customers you want to lose are the complainy customers anyway. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if it doesn't, ha- if the first couple bites aren't tasting good, I probably won't come back. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm paying thirty dollars for this. How are the first couple bites? Like not very good. Oh. Yeah, like, and then what are you supposed to now do? Now what? Now what are we doing? I've, I've sometimes when people would be when you ask how it is and, and they'd say something negative, you kind of be like, oh, okay, that that's not what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say everything's great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong here. I know, especially when you work at a restaurant where you know the food's good. Yeah. Because then you can totally go like, you're the problem. It's you. You're hard to deal with. Like, I can make a whole bunch of assumptions about who you are right now. It's a little bit... The green salsa is salty. Yeah. You're like, nope, it isn't. It's refreshing and filled with citrus, you fucking cunt. (laughs) It's very popular with regular normal people. Every single person who comes in here says, I love the green salsa. Yeah. And you're here telling me you don't like the sodium There's something wrong with you. Eat shit, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Eat shit and tell me how fucking salty it is. Oh my God, I love it. I bet your shit's real salty. They have a restaurant called like the Karen Cafe and all the staff treats people like And everybody's a manager? I just assumed everybody would be a manager. Probably or something like that. But that'd be fun to work somewhere. But I mean... I guess you can't be totally awful, but there, there was a, a place cool themed restaurant where like it allows you to get some frustration. It's like boxing. So like, you know, yeah. I got to get some frustrations yeah. out. It's a restaurant you open where the whole point is you come in and you go eat, like you eat and it's good food, but you get to be like, I fucking hate this place. Yeah. <laughs> this place is a piece. This is these fries are fucking cold. Like they get to just yell yeah. and get it out of their system. Yeah. And the servers are like actors. Like so. one of those rooms where you get to smash stuff, but for emotions. Yeah. I like that. Where you just get to go and like say, you know what? It's dry. Yeah. Again, every fucking time I come in here, the chicken's dry. And they get, I'm so sorry, sir. Yeah. And then they come back with another meal, but it's the same meal. Or it's whatever. an all you can eat restaurant. Mm-hmm. So whenever you want something new, you have to complain about what you just ate. <laughs> yeah. I there don't used mind to it. be an insult restaurant in Vancouver, I remember. Really? Yeah, it was, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a, a diner and it was, uh, yeah, when you went in, they treated you like shit. That was the That's whole thing fun. of it. That would be fun. To, that is fun. To own a restaurant like that. Just be like, what do you need, you fucking loser? Or, or, or open You guys want to sit in swearing or non-swearing? Yeah. <laughs> non-swearing, please. That's really funny. Non-swearing, but still mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still mean, but nobody... <laughs> uh, put us in swearing. You got room over in swearing? Yeah. We got, we, yeah, we got two tables in swearing. We got, and then you go, how the fuck are you doing, you slut? <laughs> <laughs> And then, no, move me to non-swearing. I really, you know, I didn't know how smoky it would be over here. <laughs> that, that would also be fun if you could, like, uh, your staff could gauge how they want to treat the customer based on the, how the customer treats them. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Fuck, you get, to write, you get to write comments about the customers. Oh, my God, yes. And they have to take them home. Yeah. I don't understand why they they don't have that yet. Like some sort of ratings, customer rating service. Cause like you go on Yelp and you read the negative reviews and then it's always like, okay. And then you go and look at that person. It's only has negative reviews. And like, you're such a dick. Yeah. (laughs) No, we shouldn't, I guess. But Mm. there's this restaurant over here called something to be said for social credit. It it could be nice once in a while. Cause sometimes they do get them back though. Like when the restaurants answer, I love it because Um, there's a, a restaurant over by my place. It's like literally the best Chinese food in Edmonton, double greeting wonton. And the owner is very strict about his parking. Like he has like, you go to his Google and they're like, there's signs of like, don't park here. Don't park. This is the one way. And he's like, tells people what to do. And then somebody gave him a bad review because 
he was yelling at us when we tried to park. We couldn't even go in and have a meal. He just yelled at us. And then after he answered, he goes, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. But maybe if you drove better, like he oh, goes after them. And nice. there's so many good replies. And I sat and read them for like an hour. And I was like, yes, yes. That's awesome. Restaurants should be allowed to have whatever kind of response to a one-star review. Well, it just shows you that that guy's busy as fuck. Yeah. So like I, if he doesn't I, give a fuck. If I'm going on Yelp and I'm reading like an owner saying like eat shit, learn yeah, how to drive, they're a good asshole, restaurant. that's delicious. Yeah, that's <laughs> delicious food. There. Absolutely. If you're if you don't have anybody in your restaurant or you know we're busy Sundays and the rest of the week we really you know I don't know if we're gonna make it through the year. Yeah, you're not going on there and roasting somebody for you're just like I'm so sorry. Next time come back park in my stall. Yeah, fucking please come. Oh yeah. Our, That's so all true. All of our dumplings are average. Yeah, that is so true. If the restaurant is good, then the owner can be mean. Mm-hmm. I love it. Look for those responses because that's that is a good way food. to pick a good place. Oh, that's good. I also like reading strip club reviews. Those are my favorite. Oh, really? What are the, the, that one stripper that went on at nine thirty didn't have tits as big as the eight thirty. Truly, there are some you, like your that. Your tits have to get progressively bigger as the <laughs> evening goes along. I, I, are you new? Where here? did you guys learn how to book strippers? <laughs> <laughs> You can't go big titties out of the gate. The opener it's six thirty. I'm still eating titty. the fucking sandwich. <laughs> An old big titties pops up. Pow. And then now what am I expecting? Bigger titties at seven. No, sir. If it's true as a man, if a stripper's like got not as much of a pretty face but great boobs, that's fine, right? Um You'd rather look at nice boobs and you don't care about faces. You're not no, trying I mean, to find you care your about, wife. You, you at care the about strip everything. Club. You, you care about everything. You care about everything. You care equally about everything. If somebody has, if she has a fucking bruise on her knee, you care about that. Sure, you know, like everything's equally important on everybody. You know, because as soon as there's one problem, you're like, I don't care about tits anymore. Look at her fucking toes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's some guys with some real big dicks that are ugly as fuck that still get attention. Sure. But men are, are you kidding me? Yes, men are not shallow at all. Men love all women of all shapes and sizes. That was well, good. I guess that's where Dick... I, I want to freeze frame my face on that one because I'm like... Uh, <laughs> okay, you idiot. Okay, whatever. Let me educate you on what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> yeah. That's why a lot of the dating sites now have like vagina di- diameters. Yeah. yeah. So girls can say how tight they are and stuff. <laughs> Hi there. I am one millimeter dilated. I'm a super. I'm a 38 (laughs) double deal, double D, and I'm I'm a one millimeter dilated. I couldn't pass my pussy so tight I couldn't pass a snake through it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, anywho, see you at seven at the Chinese food restaurant. (laughs) Keep in mind, parking's a bitch. Park across the street, you fucking oh, weirdo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Do you have any, oh, oh, well. But you got big shows coming up this weekend, do you not? Oh, yeah. I'm going to Halifax. Whoa. I'm so excited. I like that club because it could be turned into like a, a, it could be turned into a room that could accommodate a funeral in 10 but minutes. But it's not there anymore. Oh, it isn't? No. They, where is it they now? Are, uh, in, do you know where the seahorse used to be on that street, that oh, yeah. party street in that basement? That's where they are. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, you don't have to stay at the West End in that weird apartment anymore. Although it was kind of fun. And that was also a weird hotel because like... The if owner didn't it, want us there. <laughs> if they liked your show, then you'd get your days off for free. And if they kind of weren't fans or heard from the staff that it wasn't great, you yeah. would pay for your off night. Yeah, they were so back and forth about that. Because like sometimes like because you stay because you would... 
do usually St. John's after you have a whole week in Halifax that you have to kill. And mm-hmm. sometimes it would be 50 bucks a night. And then sometimes it would be nothing. Like I before I've like, and then one of the girls at the front desk said, oh, that room isn't even in our system. So we can't even charge you. So I'm like, but the guy that owned the place or ran it did not like having yuck yucks there. He had to have it there because they wanted to be a four star hotel, but you had to have live entertainment there. And, but yeah, he was, he was always a dick to us. Yeah, I think, and it, yeah, I don't know. I just remember, and that's a proof that comedians could never unionize. Yeah. Because comics were quite happy if, like, oh, you had to pay, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you did, I didn't. Yeah. Because I guess I was good and stuff. Yeah. So comics, like, preferred that system to, like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. None of us go there yeah, until of- we figure this the fuck out. Exactly. Like, that would never happen. We could never have that kind of, you know, power. No. Like, we're all little mice looking for cheese. Yeah. Do you wanna, Nobody, I want to be a level above you, so I don't yeah. pay at the Nobody house. ever pulls their mouth out of the pussy and goes, wait a second, like, we're all getting <laughs> fucked here. Like, <laughs> everybody just keeps their fucking tongue to the grindstone, you know? Pulls their mouth out of the pussy. I'm yeah, hard. I'm just picturing somebody's <laughs> eating a girl out and focusing on it and doesn't even realize like oh wait a minute we're in a fucking giant cat's tummy <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean because that's the, the you know when i that that's the perfect example of comedians like you know none of us have ever been able to be like hey why don't we standardize treatment in this one? Oh yeah how can we not focus on these 10 issues mm-hmm. and just say none of us do it until this is fixed yeah it would never happen never Ever, not ever. even one of them and then even if you had scabs go in they kill yeah like our, you know in the normal world like in mining if the real miners fuck off the scabs come in and they're like i haven't found a diamond in a year yeah i don't i'm not so good with a chisel <laughs> i'm old i'm 75 <laughs> so like the mine operation suffers yeah and so the union can put pressure on the company because their revenues are down. Yeah. Whereas in comedy, the scab comedians would get better crowd responses. Yeah. Because they're hacks. Yeah. They haven't been able to work in 15 years because they're too hacky. They've been just sitting there honing their hack. But if the real, if not real, whatever, like if comedians that normally work these places suddenly said, fuck you. Yeah. Then all, then there's 2,900 hacks come in and murder. Yeah. Because they're like, look at this guy. I've got arms like that, but they're attached to my ass. And I, (laughs) And I guarantee you they would do better than the non-hacks because people would be like, yes, this is what I see on television and this is what I want to see at a club. And I don't mean that like because that is somebody's joke. <laughs> but but, the reason, I, but I, the reason I bring that joke up specifically. Whose joke is that? Uh, Ricky B's, Ricky Bronson. B. Oh, like, but, but it's because I'd heard it like uh, from 900 magicians before that. Like, oh, okay. Fringe yeah, yeah. festivals, whatever. It's just a street joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you can just go into any, any place where we do comedy Run in there, do 412 street jokes. Yeah. Everybody's like, fucking, that guy was good. That was amazing. And we're outside with our picket signs like, oh. We're artists. See, we're the, now that you've seen the scabs do it, what do you think of us? And they're like, they're better than you yeah, fucking they're losers. <laughs> they're way happier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they seem to be having a good time up yeah. there. Oh, it was God. all a ruse, but we can it's never well strike. planned out. It'll never work. Well planned out fake fun. <laughs> <laughs> is what hacks are good That's at. That's what people want. Like, I thought before I got into comedy that Dane Cook was hilarious and stuff. Like, just mm-hmm. so creative. And then you watch actual comedy and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. He's, well, he has he, a place. He was, he was for a time and space, right? He yeah. was like NSYNC of funny. Yeah. 
Well, he was, was like, like the, the very. Was, for, I feel like he was the very first social media comic because he's the first person that ever it exploded on a social media site like like MySpace. He went it went crazy. Yeah, and then that's how he got all his stuff. But he was sort of like, tell me why. Like, like that's years. who he yeah. was. He was the ain't nothing yeah. but uh, like jokes you can sort of like wave a candle at. Yeah. Yeah. You know, garbage. Yeah, like well, nothing high energy. Edgy, just, He's attractive, yeah. so the girls are interested. Yeah. Right? Like, so that's usually all it takes. Yeah. Good looking guy. Girls are laughing. Yeah. Because girls are just as easy to manipulate in a show as guys, exactly. depending on how you look. Exactly. You know, but yeah, you got to be. So he had just, he had the right look, the right kind of comedy, didn't offend anybody. Yeah. And it was sort of like, hey, let's have fun. And he was high energy. People love that bouncing mm-hmm. around. I don't remember. I don't know. Well, because you started a little after me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a few years, years, years yeah. after you. Yeah. You came in on the fucking Howie train, man. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. You came in red hot at the live wire <laughs> coming to the shittiest open mics in the world. The live wire was my very first ever set, but I don't really count it. And everybody's trashed, yeah. right? Comics are trashed. Yeah. Everybody's like, they're bringing... They would. They, I think I've talked about this before, where they would like. You're like, I would like twenty wings, please, and yeah. then they'd bring over like, here's eight shrimp. Yeah. And you're like, that's uh, what we have. What? <laughs> We're out of wings. You cooked them before you <laughs> asked me if I was okay with that kind of substitute. That's <laughs> chicken. That's chicken to fish. That's a big. That's a change. big. And they're like all animal. Oh my god. We if you ordered corn. We wouldn't bring you shrimp unless we authorized it. But meat is meat, sir. So what are you going to do? Go home meatless? No meat in your belly? I don't think so. And he was right. Yeah. That place I would have wanted the shrimp. It was a terrible crazy. venue. I still loved the time that I came up, though, because it was still, there weren't like a million rooms. So you actually had to like hang out and like not go up every night, but just like get to know people. And like, it wasn't like, there was yeah, probably like right, yeah. 30-ish people that were regularly doing it, but there's probably like 15 people that were really, that would be out every weekend and like. And we, all week. Yeah, all there week was always long. something to do on a Sunday or Monday yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, like Yuck Yucks used to be open from like what? Tuesday to Sunday. Like they mm-hmm. used to have shows from Tuesday to Sunday. And if you didn't go down Wednesdays and Thursdays to hang, there was no way you were getting on Friday or Saturday. Oh, never. So like, it was so weird how much time we had to waste at clubs, I guess. Oh, I used to But it wasn't to wasted. With, it was fun. It was fun. And you got to watch all the comics and you got to know all the comics. Even when I moved to Toronto, I knew all the Toronto comics because I'd met them mm-hmm. coming out to Edmonton. And like, I don't know. It was like, I, I think it like, I had to ask for six months straight. Like, it's so hard to ask for a guest spot when you're new. Like, it's so fucking hard. Six months straight of like Chrissy or Tom or whoever all saying no, no, no. And I'm just like, all right, oh let's God, keep hanging yeah, out. I guess I, I got to keep like, no. Yeah. Like, and all right. you also wouldn't get spots if you went over time. If you went over the, on the light by a lot, they would not, you wouldn't get a spot on a Tuesday for like No, months. they cut your mic and boo yeah. you off kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You could really get shamed. Fuck, I miss mean comedy. I think it made better comics. It, yeah, especially to have management, like actual light. Scary management. Because that's what, that's what we don't have now we that don't. we had before. Yeah. It's like when you start a job, there's a manager. Yeah. And, that, and you can have fun with your friends. You can have a yeah. good time. You can like, you know, bust balls, have a cigarette out back. But there's a manager going, hey, you, get in here. We got a fucking lunch rush. Yeah. And you go, yes, ma'am. Like, yeah. And in comedy, there isn't that anymore. There's no, no. sheriff in town. Yeah. Like there management used, to be, used yeah. to be the ones who were like, you get over here. And you'd have to be like, huh? Yes. And then what that did is it forced you to be like infantilized. So even if you were like, hello, I'm very good. You've been, you 
have every all of your peers have seen you get like emasculated yeah. eight times minimum yeah. because an adult who was in charge of stage time was like, Sean, hey, loser. Over there by the re- and yes, ma'am. And then yeah. I get up and move to that door or whatever. Oh, there were so, so many. So now you can you now you can have all this swagger and be like, "Yo, what's up?" That is but true. Back there, then no it was like, "Yo, anymore. you think yeah. guy who thinks he's good and acts like the fucking greatest comedian around these people? Yeah, come over here so I can urinate on your neck." Yeah, and they'd be like, "Okay, yes, please, you want me to turn around and put it in my I mouth?" I guess for you one can minute? go ahead and piss all over my throat area. <laughs> And we just had to accept, you know, it wasn't that bad, but no, it, it was wasn't. like, but, but there, there were was rules that. that you had to follow. And like, you did have to like, kind of like, you had to like, not have an ego at the beginning. That's the other thing is like, I guess without someone telling you that you're shit. Mm. No, you're not on. Why nope. not? Cause you're bad. Yeah. And it was, it was as easy as that. Yeah. And then why, how am I bad? I don't. You just are. Fuck off. Like literally Bye. go I away. I to do. Yeah. Leave. I miss it. I miss yeah. it. I think it. I don't know if it'll come back because it, it independent rooms are just so big now and it's it's just it's so easy to produce your own shit and I think that that's the thing but like oh even like uh, I don't know some of these tour people that are going on like they, I don't know if you heard about all that danger cat stuff and then they got a bunch of shit canceled and then they go online and they start like blasting the venues and I'm like do you mind not blasting these small businesses that are being kind to have a comedy show but now they'll never have a comedy show again because a, an, an edgy comic was mad that it got cancelled over a dumb joke like if it was a comedy club sure go ahead go after the comedy clubs but like there's this one brewery that does shows in, in um, Smithers named Bulkley Valley and the guy that owns it is like the coolest guy it's a tiny little venue and he's just like yeah I got all these emails and calls one day saying i had to cancel i didn't know what was going on so i said okay all my customers want me to cancel this i guess i'm going to cancel this and then they're like oh you can't cancel this blah blah blah. you got to pay for the joke it's like dude i'm a small business that was doing a show for you like you can't you cannot do this like i understand the independent rooms but don't go in and fuck around at these independent rooms and burn them for everybody else yeah like even before you do a show there like there's burning a an independent room by being a, a terrible comic and then there's burning an independent room by being a terrible booker yeah and it's also sort of one of those things where it's like well this is how it looks when the troll gets trolled yeah this is what trolling like when you're a troll yeah sometimes you get trolled yeah you should you should expect so to the be consequences trolled. of being trolled yeah you can't cope with that yeah so you're really yeah like it's stupid and i when i saw like i'll say i saw brett do it and i like brett as a person and he's got some crazy hustle but i'm like do not go after these small businesses that are just doing a comedy show and they're saying yes to people who are like you want to do a comedy show like ah doesn't sound and then they have this experience and then that's burned forever well and it's just another example of like comedy's not that successful right it's sort no. of on the fringes of it we'll try it i guess yeah yeah we sold 28 tickets last time it was okay yeah. like everything's just okay with comedy so if there's any friction yeah if it's anybody gone. goes hey you know i saw this video of this yeah. guy doing this and you shouldn't have me your you're like dude last time i had comedians here i made 80 bucks yeah so i'm gonna fucking put the gun down and back out of the bank yeah, exactly I don't need to be here for this you That's know like, like be fucking grateful for these places that will are cool with you interrupting their regular if they were making program. good money i mean and so yeah i mean there there's value in saying like Hey, you know how comedy is kind of all these left-leaning pussy fucking yeah. losers that are afraid of saying words and stuff. There is this avenue that I can go down where not many comedians are willing to go there. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say it's like courageous or anything. It's just right-wing style comedy. Yeah. 
sort of Jordan Peterson of comedy rather than like fucking, you know, whatever he does. And that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's a bumpy road. Yeah. There's going to be a bunch of pushback. Well, it's the same and, bumpy road that a super liberal comic is going to deal with, too. Like, not Yeah, like Ari Shafir yeah. or whatever, right? Like, you're raising your profile. Yeah. Um, but, but there's a good way to be, like, an, a controversial comic. And then there's a really fucking annoying way to be a controversial comic. And it's, like, it's hard to be a good controversial comic. Just, like, it's hard to be a good clean comic. And it's hard to be a good dirty comic. Yeah, because you have to, like, put your emotions away and be like, we're the trolls. We do the trolls. Yeah. And we don't give a shit about you and your left-wing stupid stupid dummy yeah. uh, th- agenda. We're going to say what we want and do what we want. And you see all the comments under their pictures are all pro whatever they're doing, knowing full well they're deleting comments. There's no way if you're going to be that edgy and have people at you that you don't have some negative comments. Like if I went to any other pages and looked and they had negative comments, I'd be like, okay, I got respect for you. But no negative comments, you are deleting. But you always have to keep your emotions in check because as soon as you get the only way that you're funnier than the people that you're trying to troll is yeah. if you're kind of above it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't care about you guys. Above it. Yeah. So like if a troll trolls you back and says, let's cancel this guy's show and then it gets canceled yeah. and then you can't go after the venue. Yeah. Because even in right wing circles, that would be considered punching down. Yeah. That's punching down to right wing comedy. That is. Is attacking a business. That is. Right. Yeah. They don't give a fuck what you say about trans people or Whatever. black people yeah. or immigrants of any kind. But hurt a small but business. But you come after yeah. a little company. Someone's wallet. Yeah. Eat shit. Yeah. Like that is what your fans care totally. about. Totally. You would need to attack the troll. You need yeah. to go right back at the troll. Forget the venue. Yeah. Because then it makes you look weak too. It makes it, you look like, I needed that 480 bucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I needed that. It does. And it's like, no, you've got to be above it. Yeah. Otherwise you lose status and it just looks weak. It does. It does look weak, but I don't know. It's but just... I still think that like things like that can come out on the other side as the winners. Absolutely. Right? Because all they have to do is, you know, as they're building their audience and developing people that hate them, that's fine. That's yeah. part of the natural, you know, if you're building that brand, you're going to have more and more people hating you. Oh, there's so many people. But all you there. have to do is sell. All you have to be able to do is get to a point where you can sell out or reasonably sell out a soft seat theater. And now none of that shit matters yeah. anymore. Well, now it's okay to be like uh, to hate cancel culture. So they're they're getting all those people that mm-hmm. still want to see comedy and also hate cancel culture. So they're like, yeah, we think you guys are so bold and so awesome. And so they are bu- they are building a fan base and like, yeah. but find your fans. But also, don't fuck with people that are just trying to help you. And it's and it's also <laughs> it's it's smart to do that, right? Yeah. If you have like, there's fifty percent of the people here believe what they believe. Yeah. The other fifty believe sort of what we believe. Yeah. And the people who believe kind of what they believe have really no comedy that they can go to other than when they go online and watch Andrew Schultz or Rogan yeah. or whatever. They don't have any local that they can go people to. doing that. Yeah. So there is an opportunity for them to make a lot of money. Well, and there is a, like a scene that we probably just don't even see because I was I I put um, uh, Fox News on my Sirius because I sometimes when I'm driving it's just fun to listen. Sometimes it's just like yeah. I cannot believe you guys are saying this. Like I. Anyway, there's like a, a version of like kind of like the Daily Show, but it's like a right wing one. It's called Get Gethard or Greg Gethard or something. And Jim oh, Brewer was on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they literally like are just like doing the same thing that the Daily Show is about Democrats and stuff. And it's kind of interesting to listen to because I'm like, I find it hilarious when the Daily Show does it. But I'm like, you guys are losers. But I'm like, I guess it's just because I don't think that these people... Yeah, but it's and, weird. And it also isn't as funny. Just it just intrinsically, it can't yeah. be as funny because it's instead of the emperor has no clothes, it's the poor don't have clothes. Yeah. It's like 
the it's the emperor saying poor people don't have clothes. Yeah. And you're like, I already knew poor people didn't have clothes. Yeah. That's they're poor. That's how I can tell they're poor. Their clothes suck. <laughs> so it's sort of like can't be funny. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff they're doing is punching down at an angle that just can't make anybody laugh out loud. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because it's just like a person with status and with money saying these people without status and without money are yeah. garbage. And we're like, we already knew that. Or they're just saying stuff that everyone is being told is horrible to talk about. Like they were complaining about <laughs> making fun of Lizzo for her dress that she wore. The MTV like it was literally like a, the biggest dress you've ever seen. And then <laughs> he did say something kind of funny. But, but oh, did he, he? What did he say? I can't even remember. He said it's something about a cloud of some a thunderstorm. If Jim Brewer was on it, I've always liked him, but now he's very right. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jim Brewer, they took you from us. But. Um, but they were like fat shaming her and they were saying all the things of like, yeah, it's fine to be happy with your body, but you are promoting obesity. You are promoting. And they, the one point that they made that I'm like, that I feel this way is that um, all of these body positivity people, the second you lose weight, they hate you. Like they drop you. And it's like, that's so oh, really? hypocritical. We've gone, that, we've gone that far. It's so hypocritical. It's like-, like when Adele lost a lot of weight, all these girls were like, we, you were, I've gotten messages from girls that said, um, Oh, you were such a role model for bigger girls, but now you've lost and weight. Now, and it's oh. like, uh, I'm like, for my health. And also, I always wanted to lose weight. I'm sorry, I didn't think I'd look beautiful when I was like, huge. I'm not going to say the poundage was big, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. just like, and that's the thing that bothers me about the posi- body positivity movement. And it's the same with like liberals versus conservatives. If somebody thinks differently than you, they're evil and they should be. Their lives I mean, should really, be ended. like any positivity that you know, any positivity sucks. Yeah, like, people like, need I'm a to life be coach, less positivity. positive. Step into your inner personal future, you. Yeah, you can do it. It's within you. Yeah, <laughs> it's within all of us. It seems like half of us are struggling mightily. That's right, but it's in with within each of us to do better. To lie to ourselves. It's like we well, say everything. Yeah, okay. but the evidence would suggest that <laughs> half of us regardless of work ethic are fucked yeah that's right but not you because you have it within you (laughs) me just me all of you that are here today that have paid five grand to be at this seminar all of you no you got to pick three of us that don't the only way this fucking seminar makes any sense is if three of the 30 people in here have no hope and you tell them to their face i think that the only thing that can save humanity is that the nude like the kids, like young kids now, that generation is not given a lot of hope. Like they can't be given a lot of hope and happiness. Like I was watching this. There's this like YouTube channel called um, Recess Therapy. That's, have you heard the corn song? No. Anyway, it's so weird. But this guy, this guy, I don't know if he's like a like a therapist or whatever. But he goes around, he interviews kids, and kids are funny. Um, there was this one kid, this little girl, and <laughs> she's just. He's like, do you have dreams? She goes, no. He's like, why not? She goes, dreams are stupid. Dreams are dumb. And my friend's like, is that baby Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> dreams are so dumb and stupid. But yeah, like I'm like, that's the problem. Is like, the, like our generation was the beginning generation of being told that yeah, you can do anything you want to do. Don't not there are no limits. But I just and then the one after that, it got worse. And then the one after that, it got to be like, oh, I can do anything. I can make I can make money sitting around doing nothing, and I will. And it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, I, and I'm gonna work here, but if I don't like it, I'm leaving. I think I just I just gave myself a good idea, <laughs> which is to become a life coach. Yeah, where I have five plants at my seminar and before I say like 
each of you has it within you to fuck. <laughs> I kick those five out. I go, I can just tell by looking at you and listening to what you're saying. <laughs> you guys have not. Get out of here. Get you out of here. You don't have it. You don't have anything you. inside of you. Look at your you slouchy. soulless. Fuck it. And then I pay each of them $75. That's and then they get a good up. idea. And then the remaining people, I go, each of you <laughs> has it within yourself <laughs> to step into your future success. And then now everybody's like, fuck. I do he feel like I'm me. part of an exclusive It's like club. being chosen he in the hypnotist show. Yeah. It's like being I chosen in the hypnotist show. it's a good idea. <laughs> That's a great idea. I think it's a good idea. Can we do it like a double motivational team? We could. Let's yeah. just start doing that. Yeah. Charging $500 a ticket. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just like have uh, actors say that their lives changed overnight after they saw us. Because people yeah. will believe anything. Yeah. And then we'll just like have jokes about how we used to be married or something. Like, <laughs> we used to be married, but then she regained consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, and then we'll do our seminar. I hated my life the whole time. No, I didn't grow until we finally divorced. Okay. Oh boy, <laughs> this yeah. woman. This bitch used to wear a fentanyl eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pirate. Oh my god. I'm a pirate. Let's make a TV show about this where we're like motivational <laughs> scam. That would be pretty speakers. fucking cool. That would be and fun. I really think if every one of them started with like a very aggressive kick out. <laughs> Where you're like, I want everybody in here to just shout a word out. Shout a word. Shout the word you fucking love the most. Shout it. It could be a name. Could be a place. Could be anything. Shout it. And then everybody shouts something out. And then I go, you five, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> and it's like Adam and Jim. And Will Hannigan and my dad. And they all, they all have to leave immediately. Because that's the only way that I would have enough fucking gravitas with the remaining group yeah. to have them buy into our bullshit. I love this idea. It's not a bad concept. <sighs> Let's do this. I think we're going to do it. I think we should do it. I have a show at the comic strip tonight. You have a show tonight. It's going to be huge. It's, it's going to be big time. It's tonight Wednesday? What time do we start talking? I don't know. Tonight's Thursday. Oh, yeah. I got to go to Halifax no, tomorrow. Oh, I have no... I, can, I lose total track. Who's at time. the comic strip this weekend? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't looked at a website. I'm there tonight, and that's it. Oh, just tonight? Yeah. They're Most doing a lot of like only like, Sunday shows or yeah, only Yeah, be like Saturday an American shows. guy who's not coming until yeah. whatever, right? Friday. I'll come Friday. Okay. We'll get a local fat middle-aged guy. <laughs> and they're <laughs> like, headline. We won't even change the posters. <laughs> They'll love it. They'll love it. It'll be good. Sure. It'll and you're going good. to hell. So you got to fly out tomorrow. I fly out tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. And then I'm there for a week. And then I do punchlines in St. John, New Brunswick the weekend oh, after. Oh, that's fun. It's a fun club. I'm very excited. And mm-hmm. then uh, I come back. And then I do Calgary. And then I do Calgary again. <laughs> Calgary back to back? Yeah. I do the club. And then I'm doing that fest. Are you doing that festival? Aren't you doing that festival? Slut I- uh, Slut Island? Not Slut Island. The, the I think you should start one that's called Slut Island. There is craft. one called Slut, a Craft Island. I knew uh, it was an I did island. Cra- I did Craft Island last year. I'm not the kind of person who goes to festivals back to back. Back to back. I'm a one and maybe not done. We'll see if this lasts five years. Yeah. <laughs> if this festival lasts five years, we'll have Sean back. Yeah, exactly. There you go. And any festival that's not fledgling in that way doesn't have me at all. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Those are all my fledgling days. Fest. <laughs> fledgling not that it's fest. fledgling. It's not. Craft Island is pretty good. There's a, as long as they have a hotel with a like a rooftop hot tub, you know it's a good festival. That's always fun. That's always fun. That's what a rooftop. it's all about. Is there a rooftop hot tub at their hotel? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exciting. At the hotel that they have. the Yeah, the fest is all around town, so everybody goes and does their shows at breweries, and then everybody meets up at the hotel hub and just parties in. Fun. There's a, part, there's a one party suite. 
that has like a pool table. Oh, is then, it the, the hotel by the airport? Yeah. I love that hotel. Yeah. I stay so there all the just, time. Everybody just kind of parties in the hot tub or the party room. Fun. And they got fined last time and just paid it. Like Suge Knight or whatever. Yeah, like, here. Extra $500 because of this noise. And they're like, eat shit. Like, <laughs> and they just fucking I wonder if they're still at this hotel, though. Maybe they didn't want them back. They just threw toonies at their face. I have to look that up. Yeah. And then I am... Uh, and then after that, I'm getting my asshole cut out. <laughs> what the hell? Is that like a vasectomy for girls who hate anal sex? Yeah. Because I hate any ass play, so I want my colon <laughs> any removed. Ass play. You don't even like somebody like a like around the bottle, around <laughs> not around the bottle, <laughs> not even don't even take a wet washcloth to my ass. That's how fucking. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to thumb her asshole. You know what's funny? <laughs> I do love a bidet, so I should. But oh, I, you do. I do love a bidet, but yeah, I don't want someone's things Slimy anywhere. Digits? No. Because what's around might go in. That's what's scary, right? Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, because I might have cancer in my butthole or I might not, but they're gonna cut oh, really? it out and check it. They're gonna check it. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna put it they're gonna, they're gonna fucking, do the sniff test. Yeah. They're gonna <laughs> put it on a plate and throw a little HP sauce. I did on ask it. if I could keep some of my colon and then they were like, No. No? I'm like, but who doesn't ask if they can keep whatever's getting it's my body. I mean the thing about Adam is he could cook it. We could he I could bet make you it into be, anything. I, I guarantee I, it you, I could eat your colon and oh, be like, sure. "Holy fuck, was that That's good?" That's the only Adam. way I would ever let anyone Adam, eat what my did ass. You, I started with a, <laughs> I, I, I started with a bed of lemons, and I'd be like, "I knew it! I knew it started with lemon." I could tell by how citrusy Kathleen's asshole is, and I, I assumed it wasn't naturally so, <laughs> but having never eaten it. Yeah, I did get drunk on the Tuesday. I found out that it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I was like a relief drunk. I drank like three quarters of a Tuesday vodka by myself. And then I uh, called Adam and I, I don't remember saying this, but he was like, yeah, you were like, I don't let anyone eat my ass. I'm not going to let cancer eat my ass. That's the attitude Cancer's that I have. Cancer's not going to be the first thing to eat my ass. No. Well, it's not going to say not the first thing. Not like it, That's probably why I don't like it because it happened once. I'm like, that felt weird. I didn't like it. Oh, really? I'm not a fan of it. I don't like that kind of stuff. Hmm. Maybe you will now. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe that's the whole problem. The Maybe surgery, if I was getting slapped. You're going to be like. my colon's going to be shorter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, Maybe you'll be a freak. My God. Maybe you're going to be a butt freak. Maybe they'll find my butt clit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure my butt clit's you in nothing. You didn't cut up my butt clit, did, did you? Did you cut up my butt clit? Because that don't is. Don't cut up my butt <laughs> clit. <laughs> You guys, that that wasn't a polyp. All that right. was my butt clit. I'll let you take the cancer out if you can find me. I get to clip. keep my butt clit. <laughs> <laughs> Doctors can never find it. Kathleen, we have terrible news. The cancer is on your butt clit. No! Oh, oh. oh my god! Imagine clitoris cancer or penis cancer. Do they have penis cancer, or is it just well? There's testicles? balls. Yeah. Yeah, ball cancer. Penis cancer would be bad. That would be it's awful. Like, I'm sorry, we have to remove the left side of your penis. Like, well, that's you might as well take the whole <laughs> take fucking, the whole thing. Might as well take it nothing. all then. <laughs> so you're leaving me with nothing, basically. Yeah, might as well take them both. Oh my god! You know when girls take both titties? Do that to my dick. <laughs> take all dick, all the dick. And A lot of times, also, guys. <laughs> every comic I've told has said the same thing. Well, you're gonna have so much material now. <laughs> He's like, you were like, it's almost like having a kid. It is like having yeah. a kid. It'll be good. It'll Cancer's be good. Cancer is insane as kids for material. Yeah, I hope that the Winnipeg Comedy Fest has a cancer. Cancers, <laughs> <these two laughs> gala <cancers. soon. laughs> 
a cast or shower. <laughs> I hope they do. Sure would. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Sure would be nice if that was a theme this year, hand to hand. Dean did say something on my post that I wanted oh, to he? say. Oh, are we doing a cancer gallus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to have to do that. Yeah. There's going to have to be one theme is going to have to be Kathleen McGee lives with a horrifying... It can either be cancer or ass-eating. One of the two. It ha- it but I've got be, material for both. It should, the, I think the theme should be diagnosis. Oh, that's a good theme. Yeah, that is a good theme. Yeah, that's not a bad one. That is a really good theme, actually. That'd be interesting for other things. I, yeah, we should tell it Dean. Could be anything. I hope Dean listens to this. He doesn't. He does not. <laughs> and you know how I know? Because the stats say nobody does. <laughs> it's our own fault for not, for being irregular. Two guys in Russia that think they're listening to Ukrainian radio. <laughs> <laughs> the war isn't going that bad. These guys are laughing. These still. guys are having a great. They're time. They're having a good time. They're not having These a bad two time Ukrainian at all. radio disc jockeys. <laughs> They don't even bring it up. Oh my god! I they brought it. it up. They brought it up twice, but they're yeah. pro Ukraine. They bring up the Holocaust way more than they bring up the <laughs> yes. Ukrainian war. Way more. We denazified this podcast. We did. <laughs> we got that Nazi out. Just like a cancer. Oh, just like an ass cancer. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be gone in a month. Yeah, I can't and you'll wait. You'll be back to normal. Well, it's kind of yeah, it's good because you get you're like still traveling and stuff. A lot of people will be like, I'm going to go to my room. Well, they gave me two. You're a tough chick. They gave me. T- I- well, what am I going to do? Like, they gave me two days. That's what tough chicks say. What am I going to do? Lay there? <laughs> Weak chicks lay there. Like, so they said you could have surgery on September 7th or 28th. And I was like, well, if I wait till the 28th, will I die? And she's like, no. And she's like, no. She didn't say no, but she didn't like, no. But anyway. <laughs> so she, yeah. But I was like, because I have like a bunch of shows. This was the best part, too. I was like, because I have a bunch of shows because I do stand-up comedy. And then she's like, wait a second. Have you been on the debaters? And I was like, wow. yes. Actually, the debaters is one of the reasons why I missed my first colonoscopy. She's like, I've heard you. I knew, I knew I recognized your name. And so she's like, I'm operating on a celebrity. I'm like, yep, keep thinking like that. Yeah. Keep no, thinking yeah, like that. Exactly. And national then, <laughs> treasure. That's the asshole of a national treasure. <laughs> and then when we were leaving, she goes, oh, I just have one question. Do you guys get the debates ahead of time? <laughs> no, in the minute, in the moment. They get up, ding, 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 you're debating bird life. Yeah, no. Uh-oh. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny, so that was cute. So my asshole was recognized. Well, it wasn't actually recognized, your but voice. my name was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for being on your own podcast Yeah, thanks again. for joining this us. This could be the last one. There'll be another one. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I'm going away for a while again, but then we'll be back. And then I'm back okay. here like, pfft, yeah, and then I'm you're taking back. the fall off. I'm yeah. pretending like it's lockdown again. Fuck, you should. Because I can go on disability. My doctor's like, here's your note. You just think you send can't work. Yuck yucks. <laughs> yeah, send it to Yuck Yucks. Yeah, send it to Yuck Yucks and they'll send you your million dollar disability check that every comic gets when they have an issue. Hello, employer. <laughs> <laughs> I unfortunately can't make Spruce Grove in nine months. Uh, <laughs> here's my doctor's note. Exactly. Ah, oh, well. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> All right. We'll take it easy. We'll see you next week. See you we'll next week. We'll be back week. next week, right? I think so. Or maybe the week after. We'll see. Or you're not back well, next I'm, week? No, I'm in. Oh, you're gone for a little bit, right? I'm, I'll be back like the Thursday after. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah. do it. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for, thank you for listening. Tyler Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>